0: This past week was Student Sunday, and we had the privilege to have our youth and some of our college students lead us in worship. Chloe McDevitt was the one that preached, and Scott and I had the honor and privilege to have her on the podcast, and we're just so excited to have one of our very own youth join us today. So here you go. Hi, uh, Chloe. How'd you feel about yesterday?
1: I thought it went pre- pretty good, the second service. Because the first yeah. one was a little iffy, but it doesn't matter because the second one's the only one that's like people rehear, I guess.
2: Yeah, it's a little crazy to think that your voice is out there. I know. On the internet. <laughs> and we're adding to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the podcast, moment. on the website. Well, it's not
1: like I don't have like an Instagram account. So like true. I post true. Right. I mean, I don't know if I've ever talked on Instagram.
0: Yeah, it's just photos. Yeah. Not tons of videos, at least not like that you post. Like, no. Reels. Yeah. Uh-uh. So this is something your children, your grandchildren, can <laughs> <Kenny>, hear. <laughs> no, that buddy. gets me
1: nervous. I'm always thinking like, before I like, I mean, I guess it's a good thing. Before, I, before yeah. I post something, I'm just like, what if I'm like applying for a job and they're like, oh, look at this picture you posted. Like, there you
0: go. And I'm glad that you have that discernment because a lot of people do not. I can name a few, but I won't. True. That's not my. It's not my place. But I was. Uh, I had a few questions for you just in case some of the people don't know you. How long have you been going to FUMC, and how would you end up here?
1: I think I've been going since vacation Bible school. Just like I think. Okay. I think I started around like second grade, and then I think Miss Lois kind of uh, when she used to. Um, work here and stuff. She kind of dragged my sisters and I into Wednesday nights. Okay. And then in maybe it was like fourth or fifth grade we had um, roots which was where some of the kids got like partnered with like an adult or like a um, older person. I don't want to say that but.
0: You say older person They old, like weren't younger.
1: The other people in the um, congregation who are mature uh-huh and i met joanna because oh, nice. i don't know we just got partnered not partnered together but like our leaders i guess were friends and they like i don't know got us together yeah and then joanna went to um youth group and stuff and she was friends with the other kids and i was like oh i want to do that too and so i think it kind of like started we had a trip it was mwa in mm-hmm. sixth grade with sean and I think I realized like, like I want to be more than just, I want to do more than just go to youth group and I want to like go to church and stuff. And um, I brought my mom with me and stuff and she started to like it. So Madison came and stuff and we're still working on my sister, but
0: yeah. Your other sister. And my other sister. Yeah, oh, that's great. So you mentioned in your sermon talking about um, doubts and, and being in a season of doubts. And I was curious... What, what part of God or, or what belief of God were you doubting in that season?:
1: I think I was mostly doubting, like I've always heard people tell me that God will always be there for me, mm-hmm. but it was kind of like hard to see that, like through mm-hmm. a lot of things that like happened like yeah. in that um, season. And so it was just like, like, if God cares me so much, how come He does this stuff for me or to me?
0: Mm. or allow certain things to, to happen. Been there before, for sure. When was the last time you doubted God on something, Scott? Oh, the last time? Or the last one you can
2: think of? I I mean, uh, on on a serious note, sometimes it's hard for me not to doubt, or sometimes I doubt about God's goodness Mm. when I see things happening to people I love around me. For instance, Meg has LGMD, limb girdle muscular dystrophy, And as that continues to progress, and she physically gets weaker and can't do as much as she used to be able to, I understand, I know, I trust, I believe that God is always with us and he does walk through us. And there's no way we could be where we are right now in the midst of it without him. But sometimes it makes me wonder, it makes me question. And Mm. so it's not necessarily doubting his goodness, but... Doubting his purpose in it sometimes.
0: I don't know. With with some of the bigger stuff, it's easier for me to, like, trust and and have faith. It's times where, like, I lose my patience very quickly. And I Mm -hmm. doubt that, like, God, you really want me to be a pastor and reflect you into the world. When, like, someone cutting me off in traffic, I'm, like, ready to slash their tires (laughs) and, like, run away and be on the run and international waters like that's a situation that goes through my head every once in a while mm-hmm. i'm like i don't think that's what jesus his reaction would be at how i should handle things and then and then it's like uh you want me to reflect you in this world when i'm so like quick to go to these extremes in my head in my head only so far thanks for that clarification yep yep, yep. i'm just there's no warrants it's humbling scary doubt like does he really know what he's doing if I was his best option for where he's put me <laughs> that's 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 where uh where 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 I doubt more more often I would say Chloe you had talked about how prayer has helped you especially in calming those thoughts and ideas and I was curious if you noticed like a specific time or situation where you felt that switch where you were doubting that about God and then you kind of felt like oh I don't need to out that he's with me.
1: I think it really helps when you're actively trying to be closer with God, mm. rather than just being like, "God, why don't you hear me or see me?" And you're not like reading the Bible every day or anything like that. I think when my prayers were um, outside and like quiet, because I think I connect with God um, in nature the best. Mm. Just sitting outside when it's—I mean, it could be loud, I guess—but I think like yeah. the quiet and stuff, and just like admiring what he's made seeing everything that he made and thinking that he would be if he's so horrible how did he make this and he's not horrible and that he makes beautiful things but it's not like nature is perfect there's storms and stuff and there's like hurricanes and all that but it's still like obviously the world hasn't collapsed so there's still some good in there somewhere yeah. so when there's like bad times it. You know, if there's, like, rain, um, when there's rain, there's, like, a rainbow afterwards sometimes. So.
2: Yeah.
0: And we need the rain for things to grow right. and for things to, yeah, you know, even if we don't yeah. necessarily like it. I think
2: worshiping is one of the areas, for me, that helps so much. Just it, kind of in similar ways to what Chloe was saying about being in nature, but reminding myself and remembering who God is and who mm. he says he is. And um, that comes... You know, sometimes through the words of scripture, but sometimes it's just in in singing a song and reminding myself and trusting that that is true and remembering that that is true uh, more than necessarily whatever I'm feeling in the moment.
0: What about you, Jeremy? It just makes me think with with what Chloe was saying about how... I'll ask either of you. Do either of you guys know... Like, what stage the moon is in right now? Like, is it closer to full? Is I know it really that it's thin? close
1: to full because my room has been very bright at night.
0: <laughs> I have like no idea. Like, the moon
1: idea. is, like, right there, and my window okay. is, like, right in, and it's always, like, I turn off my lights, and I'm like, oh, wow. Like, it's, like, really bright out.
0: Yeah, so yeah. has that been more recent? So you think it's closer yes. to a full moon?
1: I think it's closer to, um, I think it's called, like, the waning phase when it starts uh. getting, like... Like uh, it's
0: already been full. Yeah, it's beginning. been full. Now
1: oh, it's sorry. getting darker and uh, it's going to go back to like yeah. the beginning.
0: And that's what I was curious because I, I haven't noticed. Maybe we're just old, so we don't notice these things <laughs> anymore. And we don't have it shining right in our, in our, in our rooms because I have blackout curtains because I lived like 12 years in a basement growing up. Like that's where my room was. So I just need the pitch black mm-hmm. like a vampire uh, to sleep. But the reason why I ask is because when we're talking about like the difference is almost like And how we're viewing other things in our faith and and life and how we interact with them can drastically change based off how close we feel we are to God. And so it's like, I think of the moon and where the moon is really, really small and in my, from my perspective and very, very far away, but if the moon was much closer, it would be much much bigger, right? And and it would be drastically different, and it would reflect the sun even brighter the closer it was. And so, um, it's one of those things where the moon hasn't changed in its size or shape or mm-hmm. or its grandioseness or its power or weight or whatever it might be, but my proximity to it changes how I view it. Um, and so that's how I think it can be with God, where people, the more they distance themselves from God, may not think of him as being as great and grand and wonderful, but that doesn't change who he is. And the closer they get to him, the bigger he will seem and the more they'll see how involved he is in everything and all of that. But for me, it's 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 whatever brings me to that perspective. So it can be in his word and worship in nature, just sitting with, with Theo and, and Rebecca, just... Playing and playing with Theo, it's the best. It's, yeah, there's times it's just, you know, changing a diaper, putting him to bed, and uh, trying not to cry because just so blessed to have that cute little baby boy. Yeah. So for the record, Chloe was spot on. Waning like
2: right now. <laughs> the moon has just entered into the waning gibbous phase.
0: So if you're ever curious about where the moon's at, contact your local uh, Chloe McDevitt. <laughs>
1: I still kind of remember a little bit from sixth grade uh, science. When yeah. Got cut short, but because yeah. I was right, COVID year.
0: Wow, you're in sixth grade. God. I would say this, this is gonna make me feel so old. You are, uh, yeah. I know. Your I shoulder doesn't so do that old. for you. I know. Leave me alone.
2: Okay. Don't no, really, really disappointing. What? I found a white eyebrow hair this morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm keeping that in. Uh, but, like, one of the things I was thinking about as you were preaching is we tend to think about doubt and faith kind of as opposites, right? We mm-hmm. either feel like we have doubt or we have faith. But is there ever a time, like, can the two coexist together? Can you have faith and have doubt at the same time? Or do you think it's either one or the other? Or can there be, like, a blending of the two?
1: I would say there can be a blending of two. Hmm. Because, well, I actually think from um, confirmation class, actually. Yeah. We kind of went over (laughs) that. And we were talking about how you can trust fully in God. And you can um, want to follow Him and stuff. But it's not like if you... I fully believe that the earth is round, but it's not like I have some questions like, oh, how is it round or stuff like that? You can have questions, but it doesn't mean that you don't fully trust in him.
0: Mm-hmm. You must have had
2: a really good teacher for confirmation
0: class. <laughs> okay. Okay. From being a listener of the podcast, what can we change? <laughs> what should we do different? What can we?
1: It's nice to hear um, other people, you know, or like younger people.
2: Yeah. yeah. She started here. Pastor Scott shows a little bit me on Sunday mornings and on the podcast. Too.
0: I understand. I understand. Imagine working with them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> or just
1: like like other people who have different roles in the church. Yeah.
2: yeah. If you're interested in being a guest on our podcast, on um, you know if there's a certain sermon where it jumps out to you, you've you got some questions,
0: you and you're available, preferably them. on a Monday or Tuesday,
2: or I mean, we could even do a Sunday afternoon or yeah, Sunday evening.
0: Either way, if you're interested in joining us on the podcast, uh, please reach out to us uh, via emails that are on the website, the church website, and
2: um, yeah, because we really do want it to be a conversation, yeah, and not just between Jeremy and I. No, um, there's a lot of people out there who have really good questions, but not just questions, really good thoughts, yeah, and can you know really add to the conversation, yeah.
0: So, and we're hoping to. Uh, Have a couple interviews with some people that have visited our church uh, coming out while we're away in Mexico. Um, Secret worshipers. But uh, yeah, so so we did have some people that have worshiped with us um, that did not worship with the intention of spying on us or or taking down notes. But I wanted us to get... They came because they were invited by somebody. They were invited by somebody, uh, which surprisingly works. Yeah. So keep it up. Uh, they've been willing to join us on a podcast soon to discuss what it was like and what their experience was like as a person that's unchurched uh, to walk through these doors because I feel like we have a very different perspective because we're in it all the time, right? Like you've been going to church for how many years now? Three? Like six yeah. Or seven, huh? mm-hmm. I think it's so important that we hear yeah. their perspectives not always necessarily to change what we're doing if they dislike something but to acknowledge what, it, what someone else that hasn't grown up in church experiences and, and how we can better navigate and engage them and welcome them in and make it a little less different. Because one of the things that really stuck with me was listening to some podcast of a youth, some youth pastor podcast and they had a new kid come in and he was like, I liked everything except the, the like karaoke part was a little weird. Mm. And I was like, karaoke? He and he was like, yeah, like they threw the, the words up on the TV and we sung along to the words that were on the TV. I was like, oh yeah, that's the only other time that people are Singing words off of a screen is karaoke. And so for someone from outside the church, it's like, uh, yeah, the karaoke was interesting. <laughs> Group karaoke. Because back in the day, you know, it was all hymn books. So you always open the hymn mm-hmm. book to a certain number and you'd follow along there. Uh, and that would be more normal for like choir people and people that are musically trained. But just sure. off of a screen or a TV uh, oh. is more... Related to karaoke and so I think it's those kind of perspectives that doesn't mean we're not going to project our words on the screen But just to be like it's not as normal for other people as it is for us
2: But it doesn't take long now you feel like you're part of the church you're up leading in front of the church on Sunday You're going to be confirmed and join the church Woo-hoo! And your mom is going to join the church hey! that's exciting! Because that's really exciting you know, it doesn't ha- you don't have to be in church your whole life to decide to become a member. You don't have to. What? You don't. You don't. Um, but God's still working, and he's yeah. still
0: bringing people in and Amen. making them a part of the family. Absolutely. And so, Chloe, we'll close out. I'm thinking just, like, what's a problem you see happening with your age group in general that you think
1: could use um, prayer? Maybe, like, taking stuff, stuff like, seriously,
0: mm. I would think
1: think a lot of times it's just like haha, I'm here for I'm here to see my friends, but like although that that's true and stuff, like I yeah. come see my friends too, yeah. I wish that we could have more times where we can like be serious and like uh i guess like vulnerable with each other, yeah
2: almost at this point in your life, is it easier or harder to walk with Jesus during the summer compared to the school year?
1: I think it's way easier in the summer. Okay. For me, I think it's easier in the summer because during the school year, like all my time's taken up because I have school and then I go straight to dance and then I just go home do my homework and then I go to bed because it's like 11.30 by then. Oh, (laughs) jeez. And then, you know, some people say like wake up early in the morning and like spend time with God then, but like when you go to bed, when you get home at like late yeah, you have yeah. to take a shower you gotta do your homework you have to eat dinner you should do all this and i mean maybe i'm just like lazy but i don't really feel like getting up at like 5 30.
2: Yeah. also not a morning person
1: <laughs> so. and in the summer i mean i don't have school which yeah. is like what eight hours out of my day i have so much free time i think that the summer is a lot of times you can connect with friends and also i mean you have so much free time like why not you know just open yeah. your bible or anything yeah, And also a great time to share with people because it's not like you're going to see them tomorrow. You don't go to school with them the next day or public school, I guess. Like yeah. if I told someone something, I'm going to see them next day and for the whole week and actually until like I finished high school.
0: So when you get together, then you actually like catch up because it's right. been a while, okay. which is nice. No. So I
2: think we can be praying for our youth this summer that mm-hmm. they take advantage of all that extra time mm-hmm. they have to really focus in on Jesus and, and grow in their walk.
1: Like hang all the behind the scenes now. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's our conversation for today. But that doesn't mean the conversation is over. We'd love to hear your thoughts on these topics as well. To ask a question about anything we've discussed in this episode or to join the conversation, you can head over to fumccollingswood.org podcast. Thanks for being part of this conversation.